It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing all right. Um, we're broadcasting to you live from my dining room right now. Yep. This is an in-person episode. In-person episode for good reasons, fun reasons. Yeah. I'm very excited to be in Grand Rapids this weekend. Planned. Expected yep. and under happy circumstances. Yeah, definitely. I went to a dispensary on my way over here because I forgot my vape pen in Chicago. Damn. Um, and I mentioned that to the, um, what are they called? Bud tenders? Yeah, they're called, how annoying is that, by it's the way? It's very annoying. I said that as a joke and then I realized I, I don't actually ever hear that, but. That is what, that is in fact their official title. Exactly what they're called. Um, and my bud tender was like, oh, I, I said, oh, I'm just in town for the weekend. I forgot my vape. Uh, and they were like, oh, okay. Uh, you in town, got any fun plans for the weekend? And I said, no, quite the opposite. And then she um, dropped something I was purchasing in the garbage can that was next to the desk. And I was like, oh, no. I can't believe this has happened. If they drop it in the garbage, they should give it to you for free. Yeah. And so she just grabbed it and put it elsewhere and gave me a new one. I was like, it's all wrapped up in wrapping yeah. paper anyway. I was going to throw it in the trash anyway. Give me the free I, one. Give me the free one. Did not. They were like, oh, since you're a new customer, we'll give you 5% off. So, oh, cool. Okay. Thanks. I feel very welcome. Yeah. I'm stocking up on weed here because it's cheap. You I feel like they could at least right? give you like a pre-roll. That right. is one thing I realized going uh, to other places that have legal weed from here. Uh, Michigan has really fucking cheap legal weed compared to mm-hmm. other places because we were out in California and everything was like three times as expensive. Oh, yeah. It's it was so, ridiculous. It's so crazy expensive in Chicago too. It's like, oh, this is this is why I rarely buy weed from dispensaries. It's pretty affordable here. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. It's uh, it's decently priced. So I got. It was one of those situations where I was like, I just want this conversation to stop. Because I was like, oh, can you tell me about this uh, pen, whatever? And she's like, no, I don't actually know anything about it. Let me Google it. Well, I could have done that. They've, they've really, uh, I, I do like that they've, they've translated the, and, and sort of carried over everyone's least favorite part of the weed buying experience. Which yeah. is having to talk to the person yeah. that you're buying the weed from. When I walked in, they were like, how's your day been? Or how are you today? Or whatever. You know, basic pleasantries. And I was like, uh, yeah, pretty good. You know, just basic response. How's your day been? She's like, oh, yeah, it's been all right. I mean, I could be higher. Yeah, dude, you were in a dispensary. In 2022, we could all be higher. But I don't see how I am going to facilitate that. You are supposed to facilitate that for me, Bud Dender. What she actually said was that she was listening. She could be listening to the song Higher by Creed. Yeah. Yeah. They were like... <laughs> they were only playing Creed hits, but not Higher. Yeah. It was obnoxious. I wish this was Higher and not With Arms Wide Open. Yeah. We've heard With Arms Wide Open seven times in a row. I've been counting. I did think it was weird that when I went to the dispensary, they played With Arms Wide Open seven times. And it was also in the back of a church, which I found strange, but it is West Michigan, so what can you expect? <laughs> I, um, I bought more weed than I intended to because... She just kept passing me stuff and being like, this is this one. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll get that. 
And she's like, or this one is this. Like, okay, yeah, I'll get that. Can I, and can I get some of this flower too? And she's like, okay, here's this. Like, okay. But I didn't mean to buy that much. <laughs> I just did because I wanted the conversation to be done. That's how they get you. That's good salesmanship is to just like annoy you to the point that you're willing to buy anything to make the interaction end. I do think that is a classic traveling and going to dispensary thing though is just buying way more weed that you're going to be able to use. At the very least, you can take it back home with you, I think. Yeah. Well, no, you actually can't cross state lines and you know that I always follow That's the true. law. Even though, even though you have legal weed in Illinois, you're not allowed to cross state lines with it? <laughs> no. Oh, that's a real I bummer. So. I guess you got to go through Indiana. Yeah, I don't yeah. have anything legal there. Although when I did get off the train at Gary uh, this morning or this afternoon, uh, there was just a dude rolling a blunt uh, waiting for his train. I was like, all right, fair enough. Good for that guy. <laughs> and I went down to the street level and it was just like a cop making sure everybody gets on the bus okay. What are what are the priorities here? Yeah, bus security not really that tight when it comes to checking what you have when you get on there. They don't really care. No. What are you gonna do? You're not gonna hijack the bus. Yeah. Unless but you're in the movie, might, unless I, you're in the movie Speed. I might not hijack the bus, but I will hijack it. Whoa! Uh, Talking about marijuana. <laughs> that's the name of the show. Um, so. Here's the transition I meant to do like five minutes ago. Um, that salesperson at the dispensary, not great. Can't trust them. That's Can't what I've heard. Can't trust salespeople just like the, uh, the survivor. You know? I've heard that. <laughs> Did you watch Survivor 43 last night? I put the food on in my hand, looking like a chia pet. And you know they getting green if a flower on their neck. Jake, I did. I know you're lying because you were literally watching it when I, I watched it tonight. Today. You don't know that I wasn't watching it a second time. I hadn't seen it. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, well, that's... I'm going to have to bleep that Even one. though I told you that I hadn't watched it, you don't know that I hadn't watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's all part of the game. Uh, this week's episode was called Lovable Curmudgeon. What do you think of that episode title? Pretty good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I was very happy. Was Owen who said it? It was. Time? Owen was saying it about himself. Yeah. Uh, Owen is very relieved to have survived. Uh, me too. I like... It's the name of the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Same thing I've always been doing, Kate. Having survived. Chip, he winked at the camera when he said survived. Uh, GB brings up his idol again, and then there's a horrible storm. Uh, somebody says the line, sleeping, that's not happening while you're wet. Don't Damn know. straight. I don't know if you said that, but I agree. Uh, Gober has never pushed his physical batteries Go like that, uh, and he is not doing well. What do you think is going to happen to the Goobster? Uh, Mikey Gable, Gabster Gable, GG, Mikey Good Games, uh, <laughs> Mikey Dice, Mikey... Mikey Dice Clay. Yeah, Mikey Dice Clay. Um, I think that... I think he's going to be fine because the fact that they're doing a video package about it being like, well, maybe he's not going to be able to go on is just them wasting time. Basically, you can't trust anything that happens in the first 10 minutes of an episode of Survivor. They are trying to trick you every single time. That's fair. That's fair. Same with uh, the next time on previews. Um, 
You say they're wasting time by showing us the goob stoppers, uh, you know, physical maladies. But remember a little season called Survivor Brains vs. Speedy vs. Braun in Korong when one old Joe got all blocked up and had to leave the game. So I'm just saying, it's not all a waste. He made it pretty far into the game before that happened, though. Okay, remember Pat and David vs. Goliath, first episode. I, I gotta tell you, I don't remember, Pat. What happened to him? Um, they, uh, they hit a wave too hard returning from Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't he, like... He hurt his back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I vaguely remember this. Uh, he was a big part of that episode, too. That was like when uh, Dan- Daniel Strunk stayed in, but didn't he, like, break his toe or something? <laughs> yeah. He dislocated his he shoulder. Dislocated That's his what it was. Shoulder. He felt he ate shit on he the did, first challenge. Thomas, please. He dislocated his strunk dirt. Yeah, you know, whatever. That sounds like you're saying like an uh, uh, euphemism for his butthole. So Dwight looks for an advantage over on the Fessy tribe. Jesse and Dwight believe that they can float between the other two two person alliances. Uh, Jesse solidifies an alliance with Dwight, calling him his island wife. Sure. Yeah. What do you think? Happy of- Island Wife, Happy Island Life. There you go. I don't know if you've heard that before. I haven't heard that before, but I have now. Uh, what do you think of a new nickname for Dwight here? Dwight. Dwight. Dwight, exactly. Dwight. Dwight. Yep, I love it. Jesse's Dwight Dwight. Uh, Dwight has interviewed Colin Powell, Condoleezza Rice, uh, Mitch McConnell, and Hillary Pokemon Go to the Polls, Clinton, among many others, I'm sure. Think he interviewed Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> that would be so funny. Is it? I've I've interviewed billionaires and it's Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah, I've interviewed politicians, Donald Trump, uh, Matt Gates. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was not. Uh, I get that it was like I'm sure the the vibe that he gives off is he was just like I was a kid and I. Uh, had the opportunity. Well, I think he was like, I will. Like, I just wanted to interview literally anyone who was like a politician. Yeah. But like, also, uh, your parents should not have you interviewing. It just makes me. What it makes me think is like he has no value system because <laughs> he grew up being like, I'm going to interview all of these creeps. Yeah. The Dwight is canceled. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Cody doesn't talk strategy with Dwight, um, but as somebody else points out, Cody doesn't talk strategy with anybody. No, Cody doesn't talk strategy with himself. Yeah. Instead, he goes jumping off rocks into the ocean. Well, in his defense, he wasn't sure if anyone had ever done it before. (laughs) You can't argue with that. I love him. (laughs) I love him so much. He's such a beautiful idiot. I thought I was going to hate him because every dude like this is generally obnoxious. But Cody's just the best. He's, he's living. He's like Keith. He's super charming. He's yeah. like a very charming, eccentric guy. Imagine if Keith got living tattooed on his butt. You know what? The thing is, I w- if Keith did have that tattoo, I would be like, yeah, that tracks. Any of the Keiths yeah. who have played Survivor. I, I, assume you, I always assume you're talking about Keith now, but what about Keith from Edge of Extinction? Or Keith from Australian Outback? Or Keith... Another one. Or any of, yeah, any of the many Keiths. I was talking about Keith Nail. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, Keith Famey is the one from season two. Season 38 is the other one I said. Survivor 23. Who do you think that is? Keith Tolufson, of course. Who could forget Keith Tolufson? 
Keith Tollefson. We haven't watched the season yet, but South Pacific. If um, we do watch that season, you know that uh, What's My Age Again has to be the theme song for it. Why is that? Because nobody likes you in your season 23. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and we did use a Blink-182 song before. Um, it's also a Redemption Island season, which means it's bad. Um, so that's not going to be high up on the list. Of- it's not super high on the priority list. Um, the priority list right now, let me pull it up right here real quick. What's the what's the la- the one that's last? The very last one um, that I would want to watch is... Let me scroll down in my notes. Thomas is covering his face because oh. he doesn't want to be spoiled. Oh, Worlds Apart, of course. Okay. I hated that season. Um, one World is also quite bad. Uh, Redemption Island is probably the worst one. The Amazon and All-Stars are also um, low on the list. Okay. Um, but upcoming, our next off-season is going to be Panama, the Exile Island, then Cook Islands, then China, then Micronesia. So that's the uh, upcoming schedule for the next few off-seasons. Okay, well, I think we've the, got a pretty easy choice for music for the, for the next one. What's that? Uh, Panama by Van Halen. Mm. Oh, yeah, of course. I, <laughs> when I said which one, what I meant was, what season which did season? I just say? Yeah, Panama. Yeah, that, that seems obvious. Um, where were we in this season, though? Uh, oh, Cody's jumping off rocks. He says the odds of winning are slim, but having a good time is up to you. What great advice love from it. Cody. Vibes player. We love a vibes the player. vibes player, he is. Uh, Justine keeps running into spiders and is generally annoying. I loved the highlight reel of, of her just being like, it's crazy how many spiders there yeah. are out here. It's like, you no shit, you're on an island. Yeah. It's like, what, what am I going through for a walk as the sun is setting and all the spiders are making their homes for the night? It's a relatable situation, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, over on the Coco <laughs> Tribe, Ryan leads the tribe in a workout and helps people crack their backs. Oh, this looks so nice. That did, yeah, it looked very comfortable. Ryan, good guy. Mm-hmm. We're all a big fan of Ryan. Um, Gio brings Ryan to collect almonds. Then he says he is worried that his, his family found out he wasn't straight, they wouldn't love him. But then also tells a story about how he got kicked out of his house for being gay. So I didn't... I didn't fully understand what Gio was saying here, but I, I mean, I get the point he was trying to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, over on the Fessy tribe, Cody asks Noelle about her leg, um, which this scene felt very weird at the beginning, like to approach somebody and be like, why don't you tell me about your disability? Like... That seems like information they should volunteer themselves. She's know? pretty open about it, but though. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I don't. I yeah, think yeah. you can kind of get a, an idea of how people want to approach it, considering that. I mean, granted, it was partially production, but she immediately led with like she's been very open about being like, I want to like inspire people with this. Yeah. So, like, I, I think she's kind of probably I, the vibe I would have gotten is like she's pretty open about. Yeah, like, this that's stuff. fair. That's fair. Um, just. When strangers come up to me and ask me if my insulin pump is a pager still in 2022. Like, yeah. I don't know you. Get the fuck it's out of It's a little here. annoying. But if somebody asked you about it on Survivor, okay. it was on your tribe, I don't oh, think God, you would be offended. And I don't think they would ask you if it was a pager. They would just be like, what's going on with that? 
Okay, but the fact that Cody came up to Noel and was like, "Is your leg a pager?" Yeah, I think that it's fucked up. That, I think it's fucked up that he thought that her leg was a pager. He then tells a story about how he had a friend in high school who lost his leg due to cancer and then eventually passed away. This is just sad, you know. It was, but also like. I, I really do think we've hit the point, and I think we've probably talked about this with previous seasons, but they are reaching, like, ES, ESPN scaled this back a little bit, but there was a while during the NBA draft where they would purposely be, like, every time someone got, got drafted, they'd be like, all right, we need to know someone who died so that we can ask this person about someone they know that died when they get drafted so we can make them cry on TV. Gross. And it's like, at a certain point, it's like, I think it's good that they're casting people that have... Uh, you know, that like a diverse cast, you know, have interesting stories and that kind of stuff. But there, there is a line between that and blatantly manipulating people's trauma for, uh, you know, uh, television purposes, basically. Like, and this is one of those things where it's like they didn't. Not everybody needs to have one of these. I don't think they needed to talk about this. Yeah, this one wasn't even the worst one. This episode. Yeah, <laughs> there's one later that's uh very. Not to minimize or diminish anybody's experience, but very silly compared to some of the other ones. Um, meanwhile, over on Baca, Owen collects some water and describes himself as the deputy water boy. And calls himself a lovable curmudgeon. I like Owen. It, I like Owen, too. I liked uh, when he was carrying the water back and he spilled a little bit on himself. He said, great, it looks like I peed my pants. He says, it looks like I peed my pants, but someone had to do it. Yep. Good stuff. I'm a big fan of somebody who is, like, annoyed at having to be that social, but just mm-hmm. kind of holding it together. That would totally be your part of you for play the game of Survivor. Um, Janine and Ellie go idol hunting. Ellie feels Owen and Sammy are her children. Sammy is chill, but Owen needs more attention. Yeah, Sammy is the oldest who's more independent, and Owen is the baby, and he needs to be a little more managed and needs a little more attention. It's so weird. I thought it was kind of cute. I thought the part where she was, uh, they were uh, working on like whatever thing for the shelter. And she said to Owen, she's like, you can take a little break. <laughs> I know you're getting frustrated. And he was like, okay, thanks. Uh, what did you think when she patted his head? I thought it was kind of, it was, I mean, you know, I think both of them seemed like they were, they were having fun. Thomas has gone soft this season. Yeah. Everyone seemed like they enjoyed being around each other. Who am Mm -hmm. I to judge? Um, Potentially my favorite scene was when Sammy said, do you guys know who Patrick Mahomes is? And then threw a coconut really hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know who Patrick Mahomes is. He's right there on my TV. Yeah. This is what he does. Uh, time for the Sammy Don't Call Him Zane segment. Um, I don't remember if we came up with this clever title for it. Uh, Sammy, Zane, and Sola Sokoa had a match, and I believe they won, and Jay Uso had a talking to with Sammy Zane. He said, I'm on to you. Don't mess up our family or something like that. So... That's, uh, that's, that's happening. This and that basically happened on Survivor also. That also basically happened on Survivor. Uh, the Sammy on Survivor makes a boys' alliance with Owen and Mikhail Gorbachev-Gabalchev. 
then they have the immunity and reward challenge. Where they have to pull a big snake out of a big cage in the water and then do a big puzzle. I was ready. As soon as I saw the puzzle, I was ready to be really annoyed, but I did like the big snake. The big snake was a nice addition. The big snake, whenever they do it, I think this is the third or fourth time they've done this challenge, it always fills me with anxiety. <laughs> I'm just like, it's so big. It's so heavy. How are they going to get so it over? It, it just seems so tiring. Uh, the winners will also receive fishing gear in addition to the immunity. Uh, the Jeff Probst at one point says 400 pounds of survivor snake. Yeah, that's right. You know where that is? It's in my dang drawers. You know what it is. So Baka wins. Uh, Coco takes second. And Noel wants to take out NECA to keep the tribe strong. Okay. Uh, did you see about NECA? I did not see about NECA. What about? NECA's canceled. In what way? Uh, she, uh, somebody found a tweet uh, where she is supporting uh, the Trump man and his, his calling for the stealing of the election of the last year. Damn, okay. I would not have guessed. Um, I mean, there's one tweet. I don't know. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to delve too much into people's it's personal all, lives. Honestly, it's like, what is this the first uh, Donald Trump supporter that's been on the show? Probably not. Uh, probably not. I bet somebody uh, won recently uh, and then was on a season of the challenge and also won that. And apparently, when they came to their season of the reunion and was wearing a MAGA hat. Everybody started regretting their vote. Who is... Um, somebody who prefers to go by their last name, actually. And it's fucked up that only men get that treatment. Yeah. Who, wait, who is this? Well, if you had finished the Challenge USA, you would know. It's not Danny, because my thought, for a second I thought you were saying Danny. And no, like, surely it's not Danny. Danny did not Survivor. Oh, you're saying so? Okay, someone that won was it? Was it? It wasn't Tyson. It was not Tyson. Yeah, because he doesn't go by Apostle. Is cool. That would be if he was in if he was in WWE while Vince was still there. They yeah. would have changed his name to Apostle. He would have been uh, in that short-lived stable with Seth Rollins and AOP and Austin Theory and Buddy Murphy. I want to say. It's so funny that they changed Austin Theory's name to just Theory. Didn't yeah. they also start calling Buddy Murphy just Murphy? Yeah. Why did they do that? Because Vince... People can't remember two names. Vince... Okay, so it was a couple things. One, Vince thought it was cool and kids would grow attached to somebody with one name because, like, superheroes have one name, you know? Um, and then also with Theory... He saw Austin's Theory's name come up on the WrestleMania Titantron and was like, oh no, will people think Steve Austin is here? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Meanwhile, they have a character named Nikki Ash. And then there was also somebody 10 years ago called Nikki Bella, but that was never an issue yeah, for Vincent. That would, no one would confuse that. I will say, whenever I see Cody's name in my notes for Survivor, my first instinct is Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Cody. Oh, the wow. American Nightmare Cody yeah. from Survivor. 
Uh, Cody wants to protect NECA, but Janine and Noel want to take her out. But they don't want to tell NECA that she is the target. Uh, despite being a Trump supporter, I am still uh, rooting for NECA. I think her alliance with Cody is very fun. I agree. I, 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 I really I, like them together. I, I think the them with... Um, oh, what's his name? I should remember his name because I really like him. Um, Which tribe? Same tribe. The other guy in their alliance. Jesse? Jesse. Yes. I really like Jesse. Jesse's alliance has got it going on. It's all I need is NECA to be safe. <laughs> so, uh-huh. <laughs> over on Vodka, they're really happy that they have fishing gear. Um, and then Ellie tells her traumatic story. Uh, she had ADHD and dyslexia, and she grew up being told that she was dumb. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad. It's a sad story. It's relatable because I was also I also grew up being told I was dumb. By whom? Oh, good question. <laughs> I don't think we need to get into that. <laughs> Ellie tries to. But you, you said that you were stumping one time. <laughs> I never said that. Yes, you did. <laughs> I never said stumping. You did say, say you thing. did say stumping. Um, so remember Boy Meets World? How Eric um, becomes mayor of some town. Uh, and he grows a long beard and a long hair. Yes. Uh, do, you know, do you know the name of that town? What is the name of that town? St. Upid Town. Oh, because it's Stupid Town. Okay. No, he's very specific. He's the, mayor, he's the mayor of Stupid Town. Yeah. So that's a funny joke from Girl Meets World. Um, Ellie tries to explain how to use a rope with a spear. I don't like Ellie. I'm sorry, but... I, not a not a fan? I just don't... I, she just feels, like, I don't know, overbearing, I want to say. Or like, know-it-all-y. Okay. I don't really have terribly strong opinions either way, is what mm. I would say at this point. Uh, Mike of Green Gables then tries to figure out how to use the Hawaiian sling. And then back at camp, Janine goes through his bag. But she assures us in a talking head that she's an honest person in real life. I I love being like I'm 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 good at li- I'm a real liar, oh but not in yeah. real life though. Yeah, but not a real lie lie. That's cruel. Um, <laughs> real life lie, whatever. Uh, Justine has always gotten good vibes from Jesse, wants to take Cody out. Jesse wants to take out Justine, and Cody tells him to stick with his gut on that. I like that. Cody and Jesse are a good duo, too. Uh, Jesse invites his wife to his pineapple zone, where you can be completely honest with your ideas. I love the pineapple zone. I, I, I know people have mentioned it before, but... Pineapples indicate a different thing in a marriage. Uh-huh. I don't know if Jesse's aware of What's this. that? Elaborate. Well, you know, it does actually make sense that he invited, uh, if he has a pineapple zone with his wife, and that he did propose to somebody else. Yeah. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you take your... We're opening up the marriage with my wife. Uh, Jesse's wife doesn't want to take out Justine yet, but he doesn't have a vote. Yeah, sucks to suck. You yeah, know? sorry. That's... Also, 
I don't get why he was so adamant about Justine staying. I don't either. He has a good relationship with everybody else. He specifically was like, I'm going to bounce in between the two. And then it was like, well, we'll just get this person out. It's like, no, not her. Yeah. I, I feel like that would have been his reaction had it been anyone. Yeah. Like, no, I really like them. Yeah, dude, that's the game. I, d- I don't get it. Uh, Cody goes for a walk and finds a beware advantage. Um, this was very fun. He has to collect all the beads to create an immunity bracelet from the other people's bracelets. This, bracelets? Yeah, bracelets. Yes. This uh, is great. Yeah, and they, they have to willingly give it. He has to convince them to give him the beads. They yeah. can't steal them. Here's my question. You said he has to convince them, or he just has to... I guess it... You know, like because he, he had help from yeah. From I think they, I think it's not. So I think the only condition was that they 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 can't be stolen. They must be willingly given. Sure. Okay. Uh, Jesse is very upset that Cody opened the beware advantage, which makes sense. Rightfully so, because they had the votes and now they don't have the votes. As as you pointed out uh, before we started recording, like he could have just gone back to that location. Just to remember where it was, hide it under something, like make it harder to see and go back for it after tribal council. Yeah. Maybe there's rules against that. I don't know. Uh, Cody then bedazzles his hat with everyone's speed, but Noelle doesn't want to give up her bracelet. Uh, where do you fall, Cody v. Noel? If you were one of these people, if you were Noel, would you be willing to give up her bracelet? Uh, I think she already, as, as was pointed out, she already has a bracelet, so she, it would have been one of two, and I think I probably would have been willing to give one up to help bedazzle the hat. Yeah, it's a fun thing, you yeah. know? Just be fun, Noel. What I, what I said while we were watching it was, I think that the move here for Cody was to go, okay, fine, you don't want to give me that. Can I just have one of the beads? Yeah. Can I just have one? Can yeah. I pick one off there? How about this for a nickname for Noel? No fun, L. Yeah, that's right. So let's do wildlife shot. Or, uh, you know what, also her nickname could be No L's because she's all about that W. Um, if she wins, we can call her that. Yeah. Uh, wildlife shots, uh, we had a iguana, uh, we had a crab, we had heron, we had a snake, we had flies, we had spider, the banded sea crate, of course, and... Bats. Roland the bat. All over the place, Thomas. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> Thomas, your son is, of course, Roland the Bat. Um, what can you tell me about Roland since we've last seen him? He's fine. You know, I. he says he's fine. Do you talk to your son? You know, he's he's busy. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a lot going on. I try not to be like a helicopter parent. Uh, that makes a lot of sense because uh, bats are actually better flyers than helicopters. It's true. That's a scientific fact. Uh, the... Do you know the actual species of Roland the Bat? Uh, I assume he's a bat. Um, I'm going to assume they're the Samoan Flying Fox. Uh, They are flying foxes that are found in Samoa and Fiji. They weigh 16 ounces and have a wingspan of, guess? Uh, Two feet. Two feet and ten inches. Damn, okay. You know what would be a good nickname for Sami Zayn? The Samoan flying, uh, Flying Fox. Yeah, it would be. Uh, has a fox-like face with a pointed muzzle, a brown body, and wings. Uh, and the fur on its head and shoulders 
is blonde or silvery gray. They live in moist forests, plantations, and on the edges of villages. We're doing the Mad Libs segment right now? <laughs> no, Thomas. I forgot the Mad Libs book in Chicago. Damn it. No, I just I just heard the word moist and immediately thought of that was like a very Mad Libs adjective. Is that an adjective you would love to use? I would love to use it in Mad Libs. You love moist shit. Yeah, I, I actually hate it because I hate the word. Th- I, hate, I have the thing with the word where I'm annoying like the cilantro people. <laughs> people that pretend that cilantro tastes like soap even though I they're liars hate, I hate the word cilantro or that'd I be c- really funny that'd be really funny to be like I hate cilantro and people are like uh, okay well we won't put any of the food it's like no I actually love how it tastes I just hate the word it just sounds <laughs> gross you know what I'd like to do I'd like to kilantro cilantro yeah but that's a fun joke because C yeah C-R-K when you pronounce it that's the joke I was making um they live in moist forests. So I already said that, and then Thomas did a really fun bit about it's a little riffing. Mad Libs. Well, we had to talk about Mad Libs, you know, for a little bit since we're not doing it. Yeah, uh, roosts alone or in small family groups. It goes foraging in the early morning and late evening, eating leaves, flowers, and nectar. Uh, they are believed to be monogamous, aka not in the pineapple zone. They give birth only one offspring a year. I feel like you didn't laugh at my pineapple zone joke. Yeah, you're right, I didn't. You know why? Because relationships are serious business. (laughs) I would never laugh about that. Never laugh about love. Um, LOL, lots of love. They are on the state quarter of American Samoa. How do you think these... Bats rank on the IUCN red list. I'm going to say least concern. Not quite, but they are close. They are near threatened. And I don't like that. Mm. I don't want anyone to threaten my beautiful son. You know, maybe if you talk to him, it wouldn't be such a concern. Yeah, maybe I need to know. Like, he didn't tell me about this, so maybe he doesn't feel like he can. Yeah, exactly. Maybe if he knew where to find you, you know, he could tell you what he needs. Yeah, you know, but then You're I don't. dodging calls from your own son. He's just going to ask me for money, though. And, Who are and you, like my dad? Insects. He's not going to ask you for insects. He's going to ask, ask me you for food. insects. He's going to ask. He's going to be like, please stop these people from deforesting my habitat. And that sounds ask, like a lot of work. He's going to ask you for a bleed. How can the bats be requesting stopping deforestation, but then, then they themselves eat leaves? Yeah, honestly, pretty hypocritical. Hypocrite. They might be Republicans. For somebody to be a Republican. Oh, it's fine when you do that. it. It's fine when you do the deforestation, but when I drive a bulldozer through the jungle, I get arrested. Yeah, this is how I eat. You eat with your mouth. I eat with this big bulldozer. <laughs> it's my... Uh, these libs, I tell you, man, it's just, they're all such hypocrites with their woke lifestyle. Uh, you know how... Um, you know how butterflies have... Uh, not hibiscus. What's that thing called? The thing that reaches in. A proboscis. Proboscis. Here, I, I googled butterfly nose, and here. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come see the images that popped up? It's just butterflies on people's noses. It's like, no, this doesn't help me. No, what I'm looking for. Um. So the bulldozer is the human's proboscis. Okay, whatever. 
Uh, Cody makes a surfing metaphor at Tribal Council. Very fun, very cool, chill guy. I think I always wanted to be Cody when I grew up. Yeah, that's a cool kind of guy to be for sure. Especially I liked when he was talking about how he lives his life, he's doing the living, and he was just nude on top of a mountain. Very cool guy. Uh, Then Cody, nope, just sorry, I just want to talk about Cody so much. Justine recognizes she is on the chopping block and reveals all three of the alliances. Seemed like a weird move. Why would you do that? Yeah. I, did she? She didn't play her shot in the dark, did she? No. Why did you not play your shot in the dark if you thought you were threatened? If you thought you were near threatened, like my son. <laughs> uh, Jesse gets on one knee for his wife. Uh, and then the wife explains how he lost his vote. Um, I really like this quote from Jesse. He says, when you're authentic with people, they're authentic back. That's just true. That is true. That's not even survivor truth. That's just true in real life. Uh, NECA brings up the possible beware advantages, and no fun L reveals that no one has said anything to her about any advantages. Yeah, maybe because you're no fun with them. Yeah, the no fun league over here. No fun league, yeah. Who are you, Roger Goodell? Let's get Roger Goodell on Survivor. They love to get football guys on there. Roger Goodell would get voted off immediately. Yeah, probably. He has too much money and too much power as it is. Uh, so NECA gets a vote, Cody gets a vote, and Justine gets three votes. Thomas, you were saying you did not like how they revealed Cody getting his vote back. Well, they tricked you for, like, one commercial break, basically. Like, they literally, it was so close together. It's like, why wouldn't you just... I would prefer to just see how it happened instead of being like, oh, he's not going to be able to vote, and then two seconds later being like, just kidding. Yeah, um, I think it might have been more compelling if... Um, if NECA had gotten two votes, like they initially expected. Yeah, that was the other thing, too, is like... Cody got a vote. They yeah, going like, vote, oh, so. by the way, it's like it didn't even really end up mattering because Cody yeah. got a vote. Yeah. So, I guess I'm with you. Um, it was a cool like, it was a cool idea, editing-wise. I get what they were going for, um, but I think I'm with you. Unnecessary, ultimately. W, unnecessary, ultimately. Ultimately. Football. <laughs> I'm gonna start a new bit. You're doing I'm... some Robin Williams free association bits right now. Well, here's my new bit. Um, anytime anybody talks to me about ultimate football, I'm gonna call it ultimately football. Ultimately football. <laughs> it's like that 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 uh, riff in that episode of New Girl, where she continually calls the Batmobile Batman Mobile and doesn't recognize that she's doing it wrong. Hilarious shit. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna steal a joke from Jessica Day. Everyone's favorite internet teacher. Internet teacher. Television teacher. Until Abbott Elementary. You've been watching Abbott Elementary? Uh, I, it's one of those shows that I know is good that I have not gotten around to watching. You can knock that out in a day or two. Yeah, I know it's pretty short. I haven't even finished. Uh, I haven't even caught up on what we do in the shadows. I'm so behind on that stuff. Mm, yeah. Um, I watched the first half of the first episode they got distracted um doing other things also i'm too busy watching survivor <laughs> speaking of survivor thomas last week you scored four points and i scored five uh this week you got a point for no fun l surviving i got a point for jesse surviving you got a point for james i got a point for carla uh and on baka i got a point for owen and you got a point for gabster 
Surviving. Um, you did not get a point for Fessy winning reward, but I did get a point for Coco winning reward. You got a point for the reward being fishing gear. I said tools to build a shelter. Of course, I was wrong. Uh, you said Coco would win immunity, and they did. I said Fessy would win, so we split the points on that one because it was a dual challenge. Uh, Owen did not get voted out. Geo did not get voted out. Chili's did not appear. Applebee's did not appear. So we are now tied nine to nine. Wow. Um, so we've still got our three people each. In. We're uh, NECA and NECA in these points. In that we both support Donald J. Trump. Believe, <laughs> believe that the election was stolen. That's funny. Uh, who's going to win the reward? Um, I'm going to say that... Baka is going to win reward. Wow. Um, I feel like that is the worst tribe. They, they just seem like such a chaotic tribe. They are a little bit. I'm going to stick with Coco. They seem like the most uh, structured of and strongest of the three tribes. What do you think the reward will be? I'm going to say that they will have pizza. Ooh. I'm going to say coffee. Okay. It's like, been a while since they've actually had, because I, I guess that every season, and they never have it anymore. What, pizza or coffee? Coffee. I know, right? I feel like the last coffee I remember is Game Changers, that where Sandra ate all the sugar. I think, yeah, it, ooh, yeah, it, was, very, it was very important for that. I think part of the reason they don't do it is because they want to make them like live a more hard scrabble existence at camp, so they don't yeah. want stuff that's around for that long. But maybe this season will be different. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think you're right, though. That makes a lot of sense. Um... Who will win immunity? Uh, I'm going to say that Coco is going to win immunity. I'm, I'm going to stick with Coco as well. Uh, again, they're just the strongest tribe, um, which is bad news once they get to the merge, but, you know, we'll worry about that when we get to it. Who will be voted out? I'm going to say that Dwight is getting voted out. I think Dwight is going to blow up his own game. I hope not. Um, I will say, you know, I'll stick with Geo. I don't know. He doesn't really seem at risk of being voted out. People seem to like him. Okay, well, let me... I'm thinking you can still pick let me, him. No, let me, let me look through who else is still around. Jesse's still around. He's not going anywhere. Cody's not going anywhere. Ryan's not going... Yeah, no young Yoko's going anywhere, actually. Gab. The Gab Man. Yeah, the Gab Man, maybe. It's gotta be the Gab Man. Pokemon Gab to the polls. Uh, Chili's and Applebee's, we'll see when they show up. Uh, the challenge chunk, there's a new trailer for the new season. Uh, it's looking pretty good. Anyone interesting going to be on there? Is there, like, a cast? Yeah, we already went through it and you said, I don't think I'll be watching. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I think that's a pretty good indictment of what that <laughs> cast is, that I immediately forgot it. Uh, Turbo's on it with his partner, uh, I don't know their relationship, but their team name is TNT. Turbo's friend from back home. Yeah, exactly. Um, what if his friend was also named Turbo? Turbo and Turbo. This is my best friend, Turbo. <laughs> They're the Turbo team. Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom.Tom. I'm out here. I was tweeting about Michigan football today. I'll probably be tweeting about Detroit Lions football tomorrow. So More Michigan football. Tune in. How are those Lions doing? They're one and two. <laughs> Great. Um... Who are they? My niece and nephew? Yeah, that's right. That's funny. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at DYWSLN. 
Or on Instagram with the Only Survivor podcast. Thomas didn't like my pineapple zone earlier, but he thought my niece and nephew are one and two years old joke was hilarious. He was giggling to himself I don't care. the entire time. I don't time. care who you are. That's funny. That's just some funny math humor. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hear more math humor, you can listen to our show on patreon.com slash justpodcasts. Um, we have several tiers there, one of them being don't do math or something like it's that. It's called, like, did you do math last night or whatever? It's called just rhythmic. Just rhythmic. Just rhythmic. Just rhythmic. The show uh, in which Thomas asks me if I want to do math. You can listen to the show yeah. for yourself. It's we'll figure out what the show is when you pay money for it, yeah. okay? And we'll do the rith- when you do the arithmetic of paying <laughs> money for the show, we'll figure out what arithmetic Jake will be doing. Exactly. Uh, we want to thank the listeners here. I would love to thank the listeners. Uh, I would love for you to be fans so that I could thank you for being fans, but none of yeah. you are paying us money, so I can't. Yeah, uh, if you do want to pay us money to become fans, you can do that at patreon.com. Plus, just podcasts. Being in the same room as you is so nice because yeah. like, we can sync up so much more easily. Um, let's see, Apple Reviews. Did anybody review us on Apple Podcasts since our last episode? Thomas, I'll be honest, I'm going to guess... No, I'm gonna guess that somebody does. still. I'm gonna guess it's a review where they said that implied that we smell bad. Yeah, we're gonna have. Seeing as I'm in town this weekend and we're going out here in a second, um, we don't have to text this person and beat him up. Yeah, I did see him yesterday, and I made a point of telling him that I did not like, did not care for that review. Yeah. So if you can replace that review, dear listeners who haven't reviewed us yet on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, excuse me, what is it, two thousand eight. Or on Spotify, that's a five-star review place as well. Um, all right, so you can, well, you can't leave five-star reviews on. You can't even leave reviews at all on Spotify. You can't, from you what can I'm leave hearing. five stars, but that's it. You can't leave any reviews. Yeah. Okay, so but the review that you leave, where you can leave reviews and get five stars, is this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up and then say. Uh, if I could leave a review on Spotify, I would say that I... And looking forward to seeing this in my Spotify Wrapped. Yeah, looking forward to seeing this in my Spotify Wrapped, even though this review isn't going on Spotify. Ooh, download this podcast every week on both Spotify and iTunes, and review it in both places. And give us five, yeah, five stars both five places. Stars. You can give us four stars if you go to Patreon.com. So it's just podcast. The details are all there. Until next time, um... have a great trip. See you next fall. All winners. Do you want to hear all the winners? Yeah. Uh, beware of beauty versus brawn. Excuse me. Beauty versus brains versus brawn. Was Tasha Fox. Yep. Heavy Your World. Do you remember that one? I don't remember Survivor Heavy Your World. Me neither. Uh, Michaela Bradshaw won that one. Uh, Microaggression. Do you remember that one? Was Micro on that? I don't think so. Um, Toronto Brown won that one. Okay. Sure. You know who won almost the same names? Who won almost the same names? Well, I listened back to it. The final four were 
three MTV people and one person from Survivor. That person ended up winning, and that person is Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst! <laughs> you versus all versus everybody. You were in there. Did, like, Saeed win? Hurley won. Hurley? Oh, well, of course. It's just like in the real show. Exactly. Uh, Hughes versus Billings 2. No. Sierra Easton. Sierra Easton, okay. Uh, we called one the big game. I think this was related to the Super Bowl. It was just happening on the same day. Yeah. Uh, Kara from Dangerous Live. Okay. Uh, All of Stars 2. Guess who won? Yule. Oh, yeah, everyone's favorite Yule. Uh, Survivor versus Project Grumman. Oh, did, I can't remember if a Survivor person or a Project Grumman. Did Mondo win it? Sue Hawk. From, oh, wasn't she from the first season? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one Wordle, of course, was Jamal. That was recently. And then you versus all versus everybody. Early favorite for Survivor winners at War Simulations. You versus all versus everybody, too. Who do you think won? Who? In, in that it makes sense that Hurley won the first one, it makes sense that this person won as well. Uh, was it... Jack? No. Good guess, though. Was it Ben? It was Ben, okay. Yep, so that's 11 people. We need 9 more. And then we do... Survivor Eats All Winners. Survivor Eats All Winners, and that is what we do. Smarten up, probes.